Doctor, look. Stand aside, nurse. I'm Doctor Homebrew. Alright, what's going on everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Dr. Homebrew. We are back, we're hanging out, we got a bunch of beers to drink, uh, we're sipping on right now, uh, some form or another, South Lake Brewing Company, uh, I have a pale ale, uh, Bill who works the showroom and uh, more beer was kind enough to give us a little taster pack, uh, Cooper has the hazy IPA, oops hold on, I muted you, go ahead. It's pretty fresh, it's called Fog Nozzle, Fog and uh, yeah. Hazy yeah. Char, did you open yours or no? You know, I had the pale ale last night, and okay. I thought it was it was it was exemplary. It was really tasty. It was a pale ale and not an IPA. Yes. Totally uh, you know, no off flavors, no nothing wrong. It was I mean, it's the type of beer I could drink all day long and be real happy about it. Yeah, I'm drinking it right now. Uh, for me it's a little dry and a little bit too bitter. But um, but as far as like a West Coast pale ale, it's hard to it's hard to beat that because it's um it's very refreshing. And yes. some pales aren't that because, like you said, they're sort of leaning more IPA. Um, yeah, it's you know, or they're too malty and not attenuated yeah. enough, or there's in in that. And I I like that dry aspect of it that you were not so in love with. Yeah, I'm not a I'm not a giant fan because because then it just sort of drinks like a low ABV IPA. I mean, it's five point four. Too crisp. Yeah. It's a little too crisp. I want a little bit of uh, I want a little bit of, of crystal malt in there. But I'm a Sierra Nevada guy, so whatever. Yeah. But look, Body. don't get me wrong. I I I do like it, especially cold out out of the fridge. I'm happy with it. So cheers to Bill and South Lake Tahoe people. Yep. South Lake Brewing Company. Excuse me. Uh, anyway, before we get to Ben, who uh, you know was on the show after the great Schlinkerlub interview, which we can't stop talking about, apparently, I want to thank our five. Our our five. It's a tired man. I'm tired. I'm having a hard time today. I want to thank our show sponsor, Five Star Chemicals. You can go to fivestarchemicals.com right now and learn about everything they got going on over there. Things that'll blow your mind. And I still remember where I was when I learned that PBW was now in liquid form. And I almost bought some mm. at the homebrew shop. Like, I almost bought it. But I'm like, no, I just, I don't know. I think it's cool, but uh, I sort of, I don't know. I sort of like, when you're old, you know, Cooper and Char, you guys know this. Ben and I What's don't that? know this yet, but when you guys are, when you're old, when you're an old man, um, and you're sort of like in your pattern of like part of the way that I prepare my cleaning chemicals is I put them in the bucket mm-hmm. Put the hot water in, and I stir it up, and I see the things disappear, and like that's how I know. And you hear your spoon scrape the 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 granules on the side, of the, and you just like I don't know. There's like some things about the brew day, um, yeah. So I don't know. So oh, yeah. I, I opted not to do it, but maybe I'll pick some up in the future. But uh, anyway, all that kind of stuff. Check it out: fivestarchemicals.com. Join their homebrew club program over there too. Cost nothing, and it might even end up saving you a couple bucks. So check them out. Five stars, great. Yeah. We love them. Thank you very much. I'm on their site too. And, uh, you know, they've got it to separate out from by categories. You can, you know, look at stuff for breweries, stuff for distilleries. Uh, they've got PBW tablets now as well. And maybe they've had that for a while, but tablets uh, seem like a cool thing, man. Yeah. I got a little, I yeah, a little I saw those. those. I saw those at more beer too. I forgot about those. Convenient. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Ben, doing welcome back, work. dude. Thanks guys. Yeah. Good to see you again, man. Yeah. Glad to be back. So we have a blonde ale from you. Sure. All right. Let's do it. Is this something you've done before? In various iterations, yeah. Okay. Yeah, for sure. Cool. All right. That's cool, man. I like a good blonde ale. I feel like you don't really see those very often. They were very, I think, big in the early aughts and, you know, whatever. Um, but they sort of went away. And then 805 came. And I think most people are like, I, I can't. How am I going to build? How am I going to make something that can compete with that? yeah you know i do think there is that where it's just like it's just the perfect fucking blondale so i'm not gonna do it commercially or whatever i'm gonna stick with my pastry stout shove marshmallows <laughs> up my ass while i brew it and then it'll be great i don't know anyway all right and so some various iterations you've done this before so let's bust into this ah uh, char why don't you lead yes. off the uh the judging 
with this concept, please. I sure will. So uh, first, uh, Ben, thank you so much for sharing this with us. Uh, I have to ask my usual question. Are you in a homebrew club? No, no, still not in a homebrew club. Okay, that, that's I've fine. I've joined one since the last time, even despite <laughs> the arm twisting. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> hey, you, you, you do you, man. Maybe you, you're you're a club of one, and that that's all right. Yeah, keep asking so. me. I'll get there eventually. <laughs> yeah, if you live near Excellent. Ben, why don't you just join his club of one? Yeah. His, his address is yeah. <laughs> the next the next time someone says that, says saying, "Ah, oh, lone wolf," just say. Ah, antisocial, huh? <laughs> well, exactly. he's talking to us. I don't. Yeah, what we're going to start mm. doing is we're going to start putting all you lone wolves on the Dr. Homebrew watch list. And it's not like what you think. <laughs> you can still you do whatever, but the red flags will be if you haven't joined a club within a year, you're going to get a visit from us. It'll be the the, yeah. the, wolf, yeah. the wolf hunt section of our of our website where a club finds this person and harasses them to no end until they yeah. finally join. That's right. Both. We're like Scientology so that way. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Welcome to our club. Uh, uh, have have we? We need to start getting your body yeasts off of you, and you need to connect you to a machine, and it's only going to cost you a million dollars to for us to make make you go homebrew clear. So yes. that's that's all right. You, you'll you'll love it. So, uh, uh, yeah, thank you for sharing this beer. I I judge this. I jumped the gun on judging this like before the last show, and I drank the only bottle I have. So I'm going to give you my score sheet that I made like, I don't know, a month or two ago. <laughs> uh, so uh, sorry about that. But uh, I do remember drinking this beer, having reviewed this uh, bottle inspection. It's appropriate. It had a low hiss on opening, which made me wonder a little bit if maybe it was uh, a little undercarbonated, potentially. Uh, aroma, medium low base malt, and a low hop aroma, a berry fruity character, and a low bready aroma no esters or off aromas. I gave that seven out of 12. You know, there was an awful lot going on in the aroma for a, uh, for a blonde ale, which is not, is not without character, but it is one of the lighter uh, aroma and flavor uh, beers that you can make. Yeah. Appearance was hazy. Uh, color was a medium tan, light Brown, uh, much darker than expected for style. Uh, head was white, uh, medium in size, with uh, uh, long retention. So it gave the appearance one out of three. Uh, flavor initially was medium low in malt, more uh, bready than base malt. You know that's not inappropriate. And actually, I kind of liked. I, I distinctively remember that that bready character, which I I did like. Uh, slightly sweet, like a fresh bag. Did have a, a fresh baguette character to it. You know, if you've ever like had like a real fresh baguette and just the crust is great. And then that bread inside is just phenomenal. A little bit sweet, a little bit like like Pilsner malt. Uh, you know, it was it was really tasty. Uh, hot bitterness came up to medium level to balance in mid palate. Very low hop flavor that was sort of fruity berry character. Let, less than uh, less in the flavor than there was in the aroma. Finish is long and balanced toward malt. Uh, flavor overall, I thought was a bit muddled. I gave it 13 uh, out of 20 for flavor. Uh, Mouthfeel, uh, medium body, low carbonation, uh, less than expected for the style. And that that low hiss on opening kind of, uh, uh, unfortunately, kind of bore that out as being a low carbonation. Uh, no warming, uh, creamy, no astringency, gave that four out of uh, five. So overall impression, I gave it a seven for a total of 32. This this is an easy drinking beer that is, it lacks you know obvious off flavors, but it also lacks the brightness present in the best examples of of this style. Uh, I did wonder if maybe there was some bottle variation in this. You never know. Maybe somehow, I mean, packaging. If I don't know if you keg or if this was bottle condition, uh, getting carbonation right in something that you're moving from a keg to a bottle is devilishly difficult, even with a beer gun counter pressure, whatever you're using, it, it can be really tough. The fact that it was kind of hazy and the flavor was muddled made me think something either went wrong in fermentation or maybe something happened to this particular bottle. I would make the usual suggestions about sanitation. Make sure you clean with PBW uh, and then sanitize with star sand, uh, whether it's your fermenter or your bottles or whatever is going to touch uh, a cool wort. Uh, and I also wanted to suggest 
And I made a note to make sure to use a uh, sort of a neutral yeast like WLP001 that's suitable for the style. Uh, I must have had, and again, I apologize. It's been a month or two since I've judged this. Uh, I clearly had something that made me think it might have been a different, uh, might have been a yeast issue with the selection of yeast. But overall, you know, it was not entirely to style, but it wasn't something that I wanted to, you know, throw in the sink immediately. It was, it was tasty to drink, and I appreciate you sharing. Like and that's the, so much. That's the level of compliment. Like, look, I didn't want to kill myself after drinking it, <laughs> so I think that's a positive. I, I didn't want to throw the glass at my foot and break my toe. <laughs> yeah, I did you abuse know, my dog I... after it though. So, <laughs> <laughs> go ahead, Cooper. All right, uh, I'm drinking the blunt. The 18 and ale i did that um, judge it yeah uh, uh june 11th and here we are yeah end of end of uh july so a month and a half ago and uh yeah it's um i can tell the difference it was, i wanted to judge this fresh because we were doing your other beer um we got that and judged it and then i'm like we let's brian let's judge this blonde ale so i told him and then we both judged it and and uh didn't really discuss it a whole lot but we got it while it was fresher so that was good and i think it that was the right time to to do it because it's yeah it's a little different now uh but in the nose i got a medium uh clean light bready malt up front clean ale fermentation i'm I'm not getting any off aromas light esters low floral faintly spicy hop at a pretty nice level it's letting the malt win and and just kind of there uh no dms or diastole it's you know it's kind of what what you expect in a blonde it's not super challenging to anyone's senses i, I scored it fairly well on on aroma um it was inviting and it just told me hey yeah this is this is a blonde ale and it was a it was a summer morning uh, we were you know getting ready to judge uh, like Beer hits you a little different when you're when you judge that first beer in the morning on a competition, and it's you know t- at nine ten a.m. and you're drinking beer. It's just a different thing because it's like it, something like a blonde ale could come across as a little more than what it is after you've been drinking, you know, rum barrel aged brown ales for an hour or two. Anyway, back to the beer, yellow, kind of a lightish yellow color. Uh, Clarity was a bit impaired by some moderate haze. It's got a little bit of haze in there still on this sample. The head is medium low, fluffy white foam stand. That stuck around pretty well. I gave it two out of three for appearance. Um, in the flavor, I felt the beer was pleasant and soft overall. Malt is lightly sweet at a medium level. It's bready. It's, uh, the beer is not cloying at all. I hate it when they get too too sweet they've got to finish you know moderately dry not bone dry but just just enough to leave a taste of sweetness with that malt and the you know lets the bready malt shine there with uh everything else that's here the the bitterness is low the beer is cleanly fermented ale um you know again the finish is like i said kind of semi semi dry just enough sweetness to to let it you know play right um, the hops come out at the end with a light floral note lingering into the aftertaste with that malt. But yeah, the malt wins here too. Um, and retasting it now, I'm start, I think I'm getting a little bit of a honey-like aspect. Could be a little bit of oxidation creeping in and maybe the flavors are a little more muddled than when I first tasted it. But um, I remember what it tasted like and it was, again, it was morning and I was just happy to have a beer. But it was, it's, very clean and and very flavorful for a blonde ale. Uh, medium light body towards medium, no alcohol warmth, uh, but it does have a light prickle from the carbonation. And I felt the carbonation was fine. It's like a medium, medium. It's it's it, you know, and the head's still sticking around even after yapping and uh, drinking it here. There's a little. There's enough of a prickle in there. It's not like gushing or way over the top, but you could go a little higher on the carbonation. It wouldn't hurt it, but I didn't think it was low necessarily. Um, the beer is somewhat somewhat creamy, smooth. It just, you know, hits most of the marks there. Again, for a blonde, it's what you see is what you get. It's a it's a light malt-oriented beer without too much in the way of hops. 
and a little sweetness and just a you know like those old homebrew pub specialties you would get the blonde ale they'd have the pale ale they'd have the before IPA. beer names were like sometimes a thing. you were lucky if they had an ipa and then <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. A, a porter and a stout yeah and no no sours nothing that, you know once nope. in a while there'd be a that was before you had to like the... you had to like out weird the next brewery in the town over with their names where it's like things were just a style and that was it yeah it was just you know? blondale blondale no blondale Oh, what's uh, yeah. what's McTarnahan's Revenge? Oh, that's a Blondale. Yeah. Why? Oh, wow. Why is it called that? I don't know. Well, it's because skateboarding blonde. razor blade was taken. <laughs> right. <laughs> skateboarding so, razor know, blade sounds like a pretty rad name for a beer. You can the use beer it. is, is uh, it's you could do it with an even lighter body. I think to be a bit more thirst quenching is the one thing I would say about it. But um, it's it's pretty nice as it is. I, I I landed at a I'm gonna land at a 37 on this and I'm a little higher than Brian but I feel like it's kind of where it needs to be and there's not a lot wrong with it at all it, it's uh it's aging now and so as judged as it is it probably be more the mid towards the mid 30s or somewhere in there but yeah I think get get it a little more crisp and it's probably gonna push up towards 40 for me um maybe even a little more hop with it wouldn't hurt, but it's just kind of clean and smooth and drinkable. I'd like to hear what JP has to say about it too. Cause, and just keep in mind that it's aged a bit too. And I judged it a month and a half ago. I think but, it tastes yeah, like 37. Shit. I think it tastes like yeah. garbage. Plain garbage. <laughs> yeah. And now I'm going to end my own life because I drank it. No. Um, yeah, I, I agree with what you said, Cooper. Um, it, it definitely could use a little more carbonation. I mean, the, the head on that's pretty good. But it it sort of feels like it loses it in the body a little bit. Yeah, that was Char's comment more. Char, okay. Yeah. Well, you guys are the same person, basically. So I think it needs that. But I also, I, I do get a little sort of raisiny, you know, quality to it, which could be just the age. And so we'll just say that's what that is. I like the flavors overall. I don't think there's anything wrong with, with the beer. There's no fermentation off flavors or whatever. I do think, and I, maybe it's the raisiny, I'm not saying DMS, but like sweet, like all other other sweetness kind of happening. Um, I, I want it a little drier, a little more crisp, a little more bright. Uh, to me, this is almost like, I don't know, English pale levels of sweet. If if you guys can back me up on that, I don't know if yeah. I'm going out on so a limb a, with that. It's a little fuller, yeah. fuller bodied, fuller, fuller sweetness blonde ale. Yeah. Like you would get in the old days in one of those places you know micro yeah. brewery it's like ben's head of hair it's very full and i want it to be like mine which is wispy and and lame <laughs> not uh, not awesome at all yeah it's definitely um the the yeah. I, I think the aging is sweetened it up quite a bit yeah i yeah. yeah it could be oxidation or whatever yeah um i but i think you know you can definitely with beers like this you can you can see what it used to be and I think that's a good testament. Like, you know, we talk about packaging and how you have to have good packaging and that makes the beer shine and, you know, all this kind of stuff. And that's the goal, right? It's to like see how long you can get out of the, the beer style. But I think that there's something to be said about beers that can sort of still shine through all of that and you can still pick it out. So I, I, I can, I'm pretty confident I can tell what this beer would, was tasting like before, you know, if, if it was drank in a, a reasonable time. Um, I, I like it. I think it's good. Um, I, I want a little more zhuzh, um, a little more brightness at the end there to clean it up, but yeah, I think it's great. I think it's really good. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. 36 with that. I had to score it. Okay. Yeah. That's a high end, very good category generally within the style parameters, some minor flaws. If you look at the the scoring guide on every, every score sheet that's out there. I think that's, that's, I think that, that fits, you know? I think that I'm, I'm happy with that score. Ben, what's the recipe, man? Let's do that. What is the recipe? All right. Uh, it, well, and this kind of goes towards the muddled comments. So the recipe was six pounds of Turo, six pounds of Pilsner. So kind of split half and half there. And then eight ounces of Munich one, eight ounces of Munich two. And then we've got a half ounce of uh, Magnum for bittering at 60 minutes and then an ounce each of sterling and saphir basically at flame out and then uh 001 for the yeast 
and that's that's it. Well, when I told you to use OO one, and don't I don't I, don't I have egg on my face now? <laughs> <laughs> I was curious though, Shar the uh, the comment you you mentioned it seemed fruity. I think what what would your guess be as to where that's coming from? Like, is that an is that a yeast thing or or? Sorry, I just have my boom, my mic boom, just come off for no reason. That's just uh, <laughs> let me just hold on to it for technical, a while here while we. Uh, issues, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I want you to work through this. Brian. Technical difficulties, please stand by. You know, Ben, I'm I'm I'm, I'm sorry. I judged this a while back, and I don't have the well, yeah, uh, it is in tough. front of me. Yeah. Looking at my score sheet, I'm wondering if somehow mine had had gotten shaken up and had not settled down. I don't remember exactly when I had got, you know, how long before the show had gotten that from, you know, Cooper JP or something. And it's entirely possible that uh, was this bottle conditioned or was this bottled off a keg? It was bottled off a keg. Okay. It was. Doesn't mean you can't get yeast in there. And I I don't know. It's that could have happened. It's possible that it's just, you know, whenever you bottle, Things can things can go wrong, I think I just and there could have been something left in there. Some wild, you, although usually if there's wild yeast, you're going to have, um, yeah, you're going to um, have it's going to be overcarbonated, and you're going to have some off flavors. flavors. Yeah, uh, I'm having smel- said that. I mean, carbon. You, know, you can have bottle to bottle variation, and I suspect that's what happened happened here for me. Hmm. I mean, I'm smelling it. I'm, I'm the only one who who has any. So you stir it up. It might just be a, a fruity ester from no. fermentation. I have some. I'm oh, you have some. Oh, look at that. Yeah. Um, no, it's but it is it is it does have a fair amount of haze, and I it's been yes. in yeah. my fridge. I left it in there since you know, and, it, and I just took it out. It's you know maybe been moved around a little bit in the door of the fridge, but it's not. It, it's still pretty hazy. I think it just has a permanent chill haze. Yeah. You know, some hop polyphenols combining with some some proteins from your malt and just staying in there, but. You can clear that up. There's good. There's ways to do that. But what do you think about the, the Munich one and two combo there, guys? It's you know, I mean, I think you you've added not, something to keep the malt interesting, but yeah, probably not necessary. It was just something yeah. I was trying. Yeah, usually yeah, it's I just, always good to experiment, but I don't, especially for a beer that's not like a real big beer. Yeah. I'm not sure you're really getting a lot out of that. I mean, right. either lighten it up or just do do the blend of the pills and two row and and leave it at that you know yeah it was pills and two row right pills and two row yeah. and yeah. half a half that's yeah. great yeah that would make a nice blonde ale yeah yeah, yeah. i think you're good man yeah. i think you're but good. it didn't add too much color you know that it's just a little I, mine's looking pretty golden yeah. now i don't know if i don't to me that's it's going towards amber but that's probably a little bit of age too it definitely is darker yeah. as you get the oxidation coming in it gets a little grayish <laughs> yeah, that's i want to call it yeah gray yeah yeah I, I, when i was pouring the glass like oh that kind of looks grayish I'm like maybe it's you have aliens on the bright, brain i don't know the bright yellow that you, <laughs> yeah. you want so, yeah yeah but i was kind of you know this is i was interested to see how it aged too because i don't have a a beer gun or a counter pressure filler it's just a wand so yeah. it's definitely oxidizing, you know, with, with yeah. time. So, yeah. Well, you can still purge bottles and I bottle with the wand and yeah. for competitions and for club comps and just make sure you do it as quick before the, <laughs> the judging as possible. But yeah. you know, I, I just have a stopper in my wand and I just like, I just do kind of a pretend counter pressure, you know, and just let it fill up until it kind of stops filling and kind of push on the, the stopper until it lets a little more in and it starts coming up without foaming up like mad and it's yeah. kind of an art form you know it's, it's it fun is. To, <laughs> yeah absolutely to do that i've never had a beer gun either i don't know that i need or or want one yeah i've, I've got enough i spent enough money on equipment yeah <laughs> <laughs> um okay where are we with the uh with the things here cooper we what do we need from ben well we need him to send us more beer. More yeah, beer. I mean, obviously, I do have yeah. a I do have a barley wine that's aging for you guys. It'll be ready. Okay, when it's okay. ready, it'll be sent. Nice. We're challenging everyone to brew Mexican lagers with our recipe. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. And if you want a Mexican lager, I can do that as well. Hey, man, if you want a Mexican lager, that's <laughs> yeah. our gift to you. you who do, to who doesn't different... want Mexican lager, oh, dude? It's so good. It's such a good style. Yeah. Um, different, different yeast than we did. Yeah. Oh, don't look now, but you have a Pikachu behind you. <laughs> Is that a Pikachu? Panda bear? Detective Pikachu. Yeah. Bear of some sort. Um, anything else, 
Ben, do you need something? Uh, any questions you have for us? No, we're good, I think. All right. Good I job, think man. you nailed it. Yeah. All right. Well, I appreciate cool. it. Thanks again. All right. Thanks, yeah. guys. And, yeah, uh, thanks for sharing, man. We'll see you. All right. All right, brother. All right, let's take a quick break. We'll come back. We'll talk. Uh, what are we going to talk about? My beer. We're doing your, yeah. Yeah. Primo. Uh, and then uh, I thought it'd be fun to drink uh, Hop Splash. Talking about that, the Sierra Nevada version of um, basically hop, hoppy refresher from Lagunitas, which is interesting because they, uh, they carded me for this. And I'm like, why are you? I mean, <laughs> like, I mean, I'm happy. Yeah, I mean, I'm happy to do the thing, but like, why? Did they like, do well, that? Was, it, it, was says, it Safeway? It's, uh, it was Rayleigh's. It said it was, oh, yeah, uh, safe, it said it was zero alcohol. And I'm like, well, yeah, it's water. It's literally water. She goes, I, she's looking at it. She's oh. Like, yeah, because I don't know. I scanned it and they asked me to do the thing. I'm like, I'm like, they do that to you. me at Safeway too for like the hoppy refresher. I'm like, really? It says zero alcohol. That's what I There's said. There's no like, alcohol right here in this. Yeah. The big word yeah. is zero right there. I mean, I can yeah. understand with the Heineken zero zero when I buy that. Always, yes. Yeah. Sure. That's fine. Um, but it's all right. Let's take a quick break. We'll be right back, everyone. Hang on. It's Dr. Homebrew. What's up, homebrewers? Hey, let me ask you a question. You spend a lot of time making your beer taste the way you want it to, right? Some of you even send beers into Dr. Homebrew for feedback. Well, the next logical step in your creativity is to craft some labels for those beers. And there's nobody better at creative labels than Grog Tag. Their easy-to-use designs let you turn out some pretty amazing stuff like labels, bottle caps, coasters, even six-pack carriers with minimal effort on your part. They have a range of label sizes that fit any vessel you can think of. Bottles, cans, growlers, kegs. GrogTag has you covered. Head over to grogtag.com today and check out their line of amazing, fully customizable templates and get your beer looking its best. GrogTags are water-resistant, reusable, and will have your naked bottles looking great in no time. That's grogtag.com and be sure to use code BNARMY at checkout to save 10% on your order. Thanks for hanging on. We are back, and we are judging a beer that I brewed. Once again, I am producing content for this show. Um, so I called this a cream ale. And then I posted the recipe online, and someone said, that's not a cream ale. And I said, fuck you. <laughs> so that's sort of why I wanted to talk about this, because I don't know that it's a cream ale. I don't know. I don't know. So I'm entering it as a cream ale, judges. And uh, uh, Shar, if you would mind uh, starting us off with the judging here on this, please. Okay, that's 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 lovely. Uh, JP, are you in a homebrew club? No, I think people in homebrew clubs are losers, and I don't want anything to do with them. <laughs> you are in our, the Brewing Network. I guess, yeah, I don't know. If I entered competitions, I would say Brewing Network. Oh, man, I... If I start brewing again, now that I'm living in Concord, I'd probably be a Doge member. Yeah, you could do that, that too. Be, uh, and that's, we have this whole words of wisdom to Doge pipeline from people that move out to the East Bay. <laughs> they just joined Doge. It's kind of funny. But uh, anyway, uh, neither not relevant to this. So cream ale, uh, bottle inspection NA. You gave this to me in a small growler. A little tiny cute one. It was nice. Yeah. Uh, aroma, low malt aroma, low corn aroma. No hop aroma, which is okay for style. Uh, you, I've had that one before. That that's a good one. Uh, back when Dave had all that hair. Let's see. No uh, no off aromas. No esters. Uh, thought it was inviting and well done. It it tasted like the grain without being grainy. If that makes sense. Hmm. Or tasted like the malt. Let me put it that way. It tasted like malt, but in a good way. Okay. So I again gave that ten out of twelve. Appearance three out of three. Crystal clear, exceptionally so. I'm going to hold this up. This is like so. You know, if it yeah. wasn't for like you know optical effects and lenses and whatever, you could see my face through this thing. It's just very very clear. Uh, I'm going to make a guess that you use some of that Viking extra pale. We'll find out later on. Uh, head is low, white and moderately persistent. Uh, extremely pale straw color. Again, three out of three. Uh, flavor, initially flavor is low malt, crisp with low 
excuse me, geez, hot, low hot bitterness coming up to balance mid palate. Low corn also kind of comes up to balance mid palate. Not to balance, it comes up to like a low level mid palate. Uh, I can't pick out flavor hops, but again, that's technically your flavor hops should be present at a low level. But I know you're such a hop head too, Jason. So um, <laughs> that's true. I'm shocked not to find like prominent flavor hops, you know, just poking out uh, through this. Uh, it's well attenuated. The finish is long and balanced and very pleasant. Um, as it warms up, uh, there is some low pumpkin skin slash acetaldehyde as as it as it gets warmer. You're fired. Uh, how dare you? Yeah. <laughs> Damn it. Well, it's been a good run, you guys. Yeah. Uh, I'll tell you how that Mexican lager turned out. Um, <laughs> but uh, you know, some D- looking at the at the uh, score sheet or at the guidelines. What's interesting is that DMS is often acceptable at low levels in certain very light lagers, but acetaldehyde never is. So that's uh, uh, interesting. Okay. So, something I just was thinking about. Um, so I, I still give this 14 out of 20 because that pumpkin skin to me is low and it didn't come out. I didn't ch- I changed my score a little bit when it warmed up, but by a couple of points, nothing really that big of a deal. Okay. Uh, mouthfeel. Uh, body is low as it should be. Carbonation is low, probably from the growler fill presentation. Again, we always talk about how packaging and carbonation go so hand in hand here, and it's not always super easy to deal with. Um, you were kind enough to give me a small growler of this. So I'll one point for carbonation, but that's clearly you know yeah, what happens. I'm all right. Not not a big deal. Uh, no warming. It's it it is creamy. It's cream ale. Uh, it's creamy. Uh, no astringency. Four out of five. Overall impression, I gave you a nine for a total of 40 out of 50. You know, that is an excellent score. Uh, there isn't much to do to this beer. Uh, there isn't much to this beer, and that that's the point. I mean, to me, yeah. it's refreshing. It's light. It's tasty. Uh, what I, I'm going to drink the rest of that growler, man. I'm not going to... Uh, I've, I've judged this. I'm not going to drink it all tonight, although I, I could and not be smashed at bedtime. I'm going to finish that off because it's real good. You should. Um, the only off flavor was a little that acetaldehyde as it warmed up. Sometimes with a light beer like this, whether it's a cream ale or a light lager or whatever, there can be something that just kind of turns unpleasant in the finish. And mm-hmm. I'm never quite sure what that is, but yeah, it could right. be commercial or homebrew. But if something can just kind of, oh, it's good. And then it finish you, you that that finish arrives like, Oh, that's not good. I think it's Uh, wise. I think it's part of the reason why these beers don't travel well. Yeah. Like light loggers like this in general. I don't think it's just because, Oh, they're light and they show flaws or whatever. I think it's a yeast combined with the adjunct thing or something like that. Yeah. I, I, I I agree with you. Like, you know, you can get relatively fresh, like Modelo and sometimes it just tastes like fucking dog shit. Yeah. And I don't know why. And, and I think that's more, and just personally, as a matter of, maybe as a matter of personal taste, I think that happens more with a rice adjunct than a corn adjunct. But I don't know. I, it's, it's one of those things I've been judging for, I've been brewing for 30 years. I've been judging for 20 years. I still don't fully understand like yeah. what that is in the finish in some of these very light lagers. Um, you know, I really like this beer. I think proper carbonation and getting rid of that acetaldehyde issue will take easily take this up to like a 45. Nice. That so, feels good, man. Yeah, at home well it's, it's more carbonated for sure. Thanks, well, I'm man. I'm sure it is. All right, Coop, top okay. that, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> All right. uh, okay. Mono a mono for our Dr. Uh, Homebrew Jobs right here. Yeah. It's 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 not a, a lager, <clears throat> though you just referred to it as a lager, Brian. Um it's an ale, yeah. In the name, sorry. Well, I, I I know, but it's, I'm thinking about God very light ass. beers, and it could yeah. be a lager. It light, could be an yeah. Ale. There's a lot of light lagers that are are. Yeah. This is the it's yeah. The I ale said version of Budweiser. I said right? Modelo. I was doing a little like, bit of a shorthand, so you know, I'm yeah. sorry about that. No, yeah, I don't know that you were referring to this as a lager, but I just wanted to straighten, it, make sure everybody knows. Yeah, it's it's uh, you don't really lager these. You don't brew well. You could brew it with lager yeast, but you'd brew it at ale temperatures. <laughs> you know. Uh, anyway, yeah, cute growler. This mine says wavy brown locks. And That's right. It has a nice. Those are made uh, with grog tags. One of your old grog tag labels. That has been on there for I don't know ten years, eight years. Don't be shy. Let the nose be your guide. Yeah. 
All right, tell me about my beer. There was four fingers of headspace on the tiny growler. I, I wasn't even kidding. It was like way down. Yeah, it's all I could growler. do. I I did it on foam. Yeah. It's the problem with yeah. that growler is that it it goes from it side to tiny... neck. So the one I gave yeah. Char is a little bit forgiving in the neck, so he got more. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Do do you use a stopper or it's just like a... no no no? I literally just um turn the carbonation the down on the tank and just <laughs> open the tap and just yeah. I, I I purge it with CO two. Yeah. You know, I just stick my finger yeah. in there, whatever, and then uh, for about a minute. And then uh, I just open the tap, cool. pour it in. Okay. Yeah, I'm not getting oxidation problems or anything. So in the nose, it has a fairly strong grainy malt note up front, a bit sharp, and uh, it's not very sweet seeming. Uh, but you, it has a. I was, I think I was the one that talked Brian into the pumpkin skin. I was getting a something in there that's like just a little, a little sharpness. And when when I get a really light pumpkin skin, it does that to me. It's a sharpness that's kind of undefined or a little that can go towards pumpkin skin. Like I was questioning it. If whatever it is, it's only a slight distraction. Uh, the, the asters are pretty low and out of the way. It's not a super fruity beer in any sense of the word, but it's, uh, it's got a, a little whiff of sulfur, I'd say. Uh, no mm. diacetyl, but yeah, fairly clean. I'm struggling to find much in the way of corn here. It's not heavy corn it's just mostly malt grain grainy malt appearance wise it's a clear yellow beer with a fine you know fine white head of bubbles uh but moderately poor retention uh there's a wisp of foam that remains as a cover and a collar of tight bubbles left behind it just kind of dies that's fine dropped it a point there whatever i liked the flavor the flavor was pleasantly malty grainy and light but not watery it's at a really good level for this kind of a beer it's light but it's not lacking flavor and depth i even felt like that alcohol was a tiny, a tiny bit noticeable here but it's not like super alcoholic or anything it's just something there very light uh there's a noticeable kind of minerally quality to the water that's accenting the the medium low bitterness but it's not harsh it was also you know the first beer i had tonight and now it's tasting a little less like that that bite is a little less noticeable it's, there's a low herbal floral hop character in there. It's just pretty dry, clean fermentation, you know, low ale, kind of low ester ale fermentation character. I'm struggling to get much corn. There's maybe a little bit in the aftertaste. I'm not fully convinced it's there. Mouthfeel-wise, it's light and somewhat crisp. Sometimes corn can just lighten the body and it just goes away, uh, you know, and you don't get that, that much of the actual corn flavor. Mouthful wise, light and somewhat crisp, which is enjoyable. It's refreshing, medium low carbonation, no warmth. Um, it's not very creamy or smooth. There was just something a little bit biting in it that, like, I thought it was like maybe a faint astringency, but the or the bitterness or just first beer syndrome. The first beer you judge is always a little rougher, and uh, but it wasn't too distracting at all. So it's it's okay. Pretty good uh, overall. Just a pretty good lawnmower beer in some ways. Maybe not quite as quite as smoothing as and refreshing as i'd hoped for this beer it's 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 got a lot of body to it and there's it's you need to lighten it up you need to lighten up that body a little bit more the finish needs to be drier it, it, and and use more adjunct if there is adjunct use or there, which there should be in this beer definitely needs more co2 which will help a lot too yeah. could dial back the minerals just a little bit the sulfates especially Needs to just be smoothed out a touch more here. Okay. Be an even better example of the style. Uh, I as I'm tasting it, it's uh, I kind of came up a tiny bit from where I was, but I'm giving it a 35. 35. I came up, I came up one point. And you came up from a third. Oh my goodness. I know, right? Now I'm fired too. <clears throat> oh my god. Char Char is my favorite broadcast. I don't think now. there's enough corn Ooh. flavor in here. And I don't yeah. uh, if you did how much corn was in there, I don't know, but if it's not twenty percent, get up to twenty percent. Okay. Um, okay. You, are you ready? Yeah. There is no corn in here. <laughs> <laughs> so here's the recipe uh, for again for the um, you know Bruzilla four pounds six ounces of uh, German Pilsner, which I'm probably use the Weirman. 
Uh, three pounds, eight ounces of two-row. I don't remember what I used. I might have used the Viking malt because it was like there or whatever. I don't really remember. One pound, two ounces flaked rice. Really? Okay. This is a rice beer and not a corn beer. Yes. Fascinating. And then four ounces of table sugar. Wow. Um, you totally tricked me, man. And then the hops are 0.4 ounce of Liberty at 8.2 alpha for 60 minutes, and then one ounce of Liberty for one minute at the boil. Fermented with um, the Omega Kolsch 2 yeast. Mm. Oh. So Cooper was right. It was not lagered. It was fermented. Oh, God, what the fuck temperature was it? It was on the. I tried to keep it on the low end because I didn't want to pump out a whole lot of like you know fruity esters or whatever. And I was going through it and I was like, what yeast do I even use for a cream ale? Who knows? A lot of people were like, oh, just WP001. I'm like, oh, I want to be a little more homebrewery than that. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, I want something. And I forget where someone was like, yeah, you know, Kolsch can do the same thing. I'm like, oh, okay. And then I'm trying to, you know, oh, make it use Kolsch too. Okay, sure. Why not? Let's try it. Let's see. Um, I, I like that about it. I like that it doesn't have a lot of ester and it shouldn't. It's not right. like supposed to be an ester bomb. It's not bad. It's not bad. There's, I think that yeast gave it enough of a, of an interesting character where it's not that light Pilsner. This is just water, grain water. That's because yeah, that's not what yeah. I wanted either. Like I was specifically was trying to not do that. So is this a cream ale? You might try it as a Kolsch even. It's, you know, it's, it's clean and, and interesting enough. And, yeah. and rich enough, but there's just not. If you, you got know, this, I, if you got this at a bar, would you go, hey, this is a good cream ale? It's a decent cream ale? Or would you go, this is not a cream ale? We're well, aroma. Reading the aroma section. Medium, low to low malt notes with a sweet corn-like aroma. That means it's not optional. You need to have, you know, and characteristic ingredients. American six-row malt, combination of six-row and North American two-row, up to 20% maize in the mash. And up to twenty percent sugar in the boil. Okay, so here's here's why I used rice is because in this book I don't know if you've heard about it. It's called Brewing Classic Styles. Okay, uh, it's by a guy uh, called Jamal Jam Jamal Zainai Chief in June Palmer. Um, in his recipe for in the cream ale, it says weed feed and mow. It's rice, rice syrup. So I'm like, oh, okay. And this is what I used to like start off on that. I'm like, okay, well, rice. Okay, interesting. So it could be, it could have corn or rice. Um, but apparently it, I don't know, man. He says, yeah. um, that being the case, the recipe is very similar to an American light lager and uses a fair amount of adjunct. Some brewers prefer to use a corn-based adjunct. In this case, I like rice as it has a very clean flavor. Right. And then it goes on and gives the thing. So, like, I, I don't know. Yeah. I That's why someone's online, like, I'm from the Midwest. This is not a cream ale, you asshole. Well, <laughs> yeah. So there's there's two different, you know, there's two different kinds of, more than two different kinds, but there's two different kinds of basic American lagers. There's the rice-based ones, and there's the corn-based ones primarily. And, you know, or some of them may use a combination, but they use that to lighten up the body, and it you know, the rice is going to pull away more flavor where it's just fairly neutral mm -hmm. and not you know, maybe a little grainy. Whereas the corn adds the little edge, a little sweetness, a little corniness to it, and maybe a little sulfur. I kept grasping for, for that corn, but it wasn't really there. But I can sense that it's a clean beer. It's really enjoyable, enjoyable and quite drinkable. I kind of like it. Like, I really enjoyed the the aroma of the mash. With that rice in there, yeah. and um, I was drinking the just the wort as you know, sitting there as I was taking my you know gravity and um, waiting for the <laughs> beer to cool down. Over, yeah, and I'm like, I'm like, I was telling Taryn, I was like, I could literally, like, literally drink this now the way it is, uncarbonated, warm. I will drink it. It tasted so good. I've never had a wort taste this. I don't want to say dynamic, but it was just so satisfying to drink it. It was really good. So I recommend this beer, whatever the fuck it is. It's so it's not a cream ale. What is a light American lager, rice lager? It's not a lager though. It's it's, it's not a lager. You're right. I don't know why I keep yeah. saying that. It's more of like the hybrid style, like a Kolsch. Hybrid. Or, okay. All right. Kolsch yeah. with rice and table sugar. 
So my yeah, I don't know. It That's... was supposed to be end up being a 1049, but it ended up measuring at 1054. That was the other thing I wanted to mention. That's probably why you're getting a little more body. I could pick up a little alcohol and pick up yeah. a little body. And that's why with this beer, I'm, I'm deciding to fill my uh, my my Bruzilla to six and a half gallons pre-boil instead of just like you know eyeballing it or measuring it or whatever. I'm trying to I'm trying to get to that level because yeah. because I think I had too little in the in the in the boil kettle. I, I know I didn't get straight five gallons yeah. out of this thing, so I'm trying to like that's that. That thing I sort of forgot about, you know, working with your equipment is trying to, you know, you got to dial it in and figure it out. So I think six and a half gallons right at the gallon mark. And the Robobrew or the Brusilla has the markings on it. So it makes it really easy to just add a little more water and there you go. That's what I didn't do with this. That's what I did do with the other one. And I was only two points off or three points off. So this is a little bit more than that. I would say just adding the carbonation that's missing to this would bring it up to like more of like a 37. Yeah, and at my house it is. So yeah. Lightening up the body, lightening up the, everything a little bit. Yeah. Cons- consider using corn if you want to make a, a rice-based one or do a blend of rice and corn. It doesn't matter. Well, I mean if, little... if if the thing is corn, I'm all use corn. I just didn't know that that was the thing. I don't read the styles. I just, I'm just read reading the book. off the guidelines as I'm yeah. judging it and it's like medium like corn. I'm like where's the corn? It's it's nice but Whereas that, you know, you, you expect it. There could be an argument out there. I mean, because it is, like you said, there's a couple different flavors of lagers. Cream ale is a reaction to an ale brewer's version of, a, you know, of the light American popular, popular lagers mm. back, you know, and, and trying to compete with them and make something light and drinkable. Yeah. This is very nice, fairly light and, and very drinkable. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, it could really be easy to bring it up to a 40 if you brew this again and I like that. I think it was pretty good, man. Yeah. And on that Brazil, it's fucking easy as shit. Cool. It's fun. You know, I, I drink this and I go back and forth between deciding if I taste corn or rice. It's weird. (laughs) Seriously. You said that you said corn and I was like, Oh man, I'm going to get this motherfucker. So good. (laughs) You, you got me good, man. But like, sometimes I take a sip and it's rice. Sometimes take a sip and it's corn. And I don't know, maybe it's just a, maybe you just, cere- did you cereal mash with these? Were they, was no, flakes? use flakes. Was flakes, yeah. flakes. Okay. Yeah. Weird. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, it's like the guy at the, the dose meeting that tricked us with this wit beer that had no coriander in it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, right. that's right. All right. Let's take a quick break. It's our last break. We're going to come back. I, I want to talk about hop splash real fast. Yeah. Um, because I, I've said it before, this thing has a ton of hops in it and, uh, it's sort of weird for me. So anyway. Hang on, it's Dr. Homebrew. We'll be right back. I'm sorry to tell you this, but we're going to have to pour you out. Back to Dr. Homebrew. All right, thanks for sticking around. We're going to wrap it up here, but what I want to do is talk about the Sierra Nevada Hop Splash. Um, It's not a paid thing. Uh, You know, I, I just, I felt like, well, number one, we need shit to talk about. But this is something definitely new. Ooh. We talked about the Lagunitas uh, Hoppy Refresher, which to me is my favorite. Um, I've had a couple, I think I maybe have had one or two of these kind of hop water things. Um, the Lagunitas one is the best product Lagunitas probably has ever made, except their Dogtown Pale Ale. Um, so this is the Sierra Nevada version of the uh, hoppy refresher, hop water. And I want to get your guys' take on it. Uh, and I'll tell you mine. I've told you mine before, but I'll, I'll reiterate it after this. But uh, what do you guys think about this This carbonated hop water? First impression. I mean, you smell it, and it's like Amarillo. It's like opening a, oh. a bag of like uh, Amarillo cryo hops. It's so yeah. – it's like the fre- – it's like it's, it, it, it really is. If you've never done that – that's what this is. It's it's the it is it's very, the bad. Very hoppy. Yeah. It is extremely yeah, extremely it hits you in the face with the hop aroma. Yeah. It's, and it's um it's very seltzery too. Like so the background the the hop water has that little edge of like uh, a impression of sweetness almost or it something does. that's yes. a little yes. like does it have some actual sugars in there, or is it just an, an impression of it? I think of? it's just think an impression of it. Um, yeah, I don't actually it has that know. Little something. This is just like straight like seltzer. With well, hops. so looking at the ingredients, 
water hops and carbon dioxide. Whereas, excuse me, whereas with the hoppy refresher, they have yeast in there. They have brewer's yeast. Right. That's so I, be- I wonder if that's, excuse me, I'm, I've taken two sips of this and I'm overly gassy. Um, they don't put any like fruit or anything. Very like, there's gassy. no lemon or. Anything. They do have flavored versions out there. I haven't tried yet. Right, but yeah. yeah, there's nothing. So I, th- I think, and that's what Jeremy. I remember eavesdropping on a conversation or hearing it from somewhere else. But it was like the the presence of the yeast sort of does something different to the way that the hops are, you know, uh, yeah. you know, absorbed through the water. And uh, so Sierra Nevada presumably doesn't. And so this is, I imagine, what you get when you just add, you know, I'm imagining cryo hops, hop water to water, yeah. yeah. It's 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 extremely lightly hazy, if you can maybe tell mm. in the glass here. But like the hoppy refresher isn't, and this just doesn't come together for me. I mean, this is like, it's, it's, it's not bad, but it's a little like the first sip. It's not that much different from a hoppy refresher, and then as it kind of goes on, it's a little harsh, and maybe it's the carbonation level, and maybe it's. And I hate to you know crap on Sierra Nevada because so many of their products I I just truly love and I've just really loved over the many many years. I, I just don't know this. This doesn't seem like it's very harmonious. It's hops, and it's some very carbonated seltzery water, which I love and a good I'm, I'm seltzer water. Too. Yeah, yeah, but it it doesn't it doesn't come together <clears throat> for me. And and well, that's yeah. Go ahead, go. I'm not a seltzer guy so much. I, I drink regular water, or I drink beer or coffee, or no. Oh. I don't. Yeah, really see, I'm upper middle class, water. so I like carbonated water. Right. Mm. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, <laughs> it just makes you burp, and it's acidic, and the it's you know, acidic. carbonic acid. It's, yeah, it's a. It, it has a flavor. It has this carbonic. Yeah. You know, For me, it's it's it. like drinking a can of 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 uh, carbonated water. It's thirst quenching in the way that a glass of water isn't. I don't know. It's weird. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, for me, these are these are aggressively hopped. Like, I mean, aggressively hopped. I like that. I think that the hop aspect of it is is better, you know, than the Lagunitas one because those Mm. aren't hoppy enough. If you get a hop, you know, hoppy refresher, it's like, well, it's kind of hoppy. It's there, but it's this is you know very substantially hoppy. And I like that. The, w- the way I, I compare the two is this is like bitterness. The Lagunitas version is flavor. It's a little softer and it has yeah. a more of a beer-like aspect to it almost yes. with the yeast. Yeah. yeah. That's there. So. Um, this is very green, yeah. very um, – it's like I'm eating cryo hop powder. <laughs> right. um, and it's sort of it, – it doesn't – so I think what you were saying, Charlie, it doesn't hit – it doesn't resonate with me. I don't, my wife loves it, but I just can't, I don't know. I can't, I can't, it's, it's, you know, as it sits in my mouth, it's sort of almost aspirin It's almost too much. Yeah. You know, and I was, and I was, I, when I first, the first time I had it, I texted with, uh, with, um, Ken Grossman. No. Yeah. With Ken. No, someone there. <laughs> and I'm just uh. debating whether or not to say anything. And, um, you know, I was like, oh yeah. And they're like, what do you think? And I'm like, eh. <sighs> And they're like, yeah, that's sort of what I thought too. I'm like, okay, as long as it's not like, you know, if I if I say my opinion, I'm not shitting all over it. I don't feel bad. I have, mm-hmm. uh, you know, literally uh, ten of a twelve pack of pale ale in my fridge, so I don't really care too much. When I think of, you know, a blend between this and the other approach would be interesting hmm. too. Where you have a lot more hop along yeah. with that yeast derived aspect that gives it a little more perception of sweetness or a beer-like character or a little edge or a little smoothness to it along mm. with it this mm-hmm. has the sharpness of just a carbonic acid with a lot of hop and that's that's nice in its own way i can understand why your wife likes it i'm a hop head i like the aroma of this a lot better than the 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 lagunitas one but in the flavor it's just it's seltzer with hop it's seltzer with hop and there's nothing else there yeah i like the the underlying aspect of the the hoppy refresher but I don't drink a lot of that. Well, this is my first time trying this one, but I probably wouldn't drink a lot of this or or a lot of the hoppy refresher. I just the nice thing about it is that they're all zero calories, and you can just drink it yeah. like you're having a beverage that yeah. is 
flavored. Well, that's why we started drinking them. And the, the hoppy refresher was in bottles and they moved to cans and they're not as carbonated. And I don't yeah. like them as much. Mm-hmm. But you can't find the bottles anymore. The bottles were like almost over carbonated. They were so highly carbonated and it worked really well with the maybe with the sweetness, right? But in the cans, they're not. They're not as carbonated. And so it doesn't really work well. It's not as yeah. it's not as like I haven't had one in like four months. I think I would probably rather, you know, if I want hops, I'm just going to have an IPA or a pale ale or something like that. Mm-hmm. And I don't just need it with water. It's missing something. It's missing the malt, the complexity underneath it that balances the hops. It gives it something special. I'm just going to have a seltzer water. Give me something that's fruity or, you yeah. know, a berry or a lemon or lime or whatever. Something that has a little fruit flavor to it or something. Fine. Yeah, I hear you. Berry. I don't know. I don't drink a lot of seltzers, but I had some at a pool party the other weekend. It was like, oh, it's kind of nice. I seltzers are not bad, dude. So I drank a lot of like the, yeah, I don't drink the alcoholic seltzers, but I drank okay, the, yeah. yeah, like just a, you know, berry, whatever, or a raspberry something seltzer. It was those, refreshing yeah. and good. I can't do those. I don't like them. I like nothing. Like nothing. Yeah. yeah. So, and as this warms up, it gets worse. Mm. Like the green, the greenness comes out. So I don't yeah, know. It'd be I interesting. Have, I to, have to agree with you. Yeah, that. it'd be interesting to talk to somebody about how they make this. I think Morbier did a video with Lagunitas about how they make the hoppy refresher. So it'd be interesting to watch that, and uh, and or actually probably just get Vito on because Vito was the one there. Mm-hmm. Um, and we can talk about doing that. And it, that is it, it, interesting concept, Cooper, to like blend the two designs, see what you get, or blend this with a beer and see what you get. Like you could have a two yeah. percent IPA with a lot of hops. Dude, and, this with yeah. like uh with like one of the non-alcoholic um, you know, like the athletic brewing blonde ale. Yeah. <laughs> fucking... Dude, hop it up. Yeah, man. Why not? Water down a little bit. Maybe the IPA. Yeah. I don't know. I don't anyway, know. I wanted to try it out. Uh, you know, it's it if if you like if if you're after like a, a an aggressive hop bitterness, um, but non-alcoholic and in like your in your water, it's a great thing. Like I said, Taryn loves it. It doesn't work for me because I'm not really attracted to that, like, that flavor, mm-hmm. that concept or that sensation. Um, yeah. But if if you're in the market for, for something like that, something aggressively hopped, it's it's great. It's we done well. Bitterness. Yeah. The other question is the bitterness. Is it, mm. do we have isomerized, you know, hop in here? Is it, it's not boiled. There's no. Well, I, mean, I don't know. Maybe they boil the water, I would guess. You yeah. think? I doubt it. Mm. I don't know, but it, yeah, is either. it bitterness or is it just the hops that give you the impression of the bitterness? If you measured the IBUs in this, what would it be? Oh yeah, no, I measured them with my um, with my IBU measurer. <laughs> well, I'm sure Sierra Nevada probably measured them. Oh my god, of course! Are you kidding me? Of course, man. They probably worked on this for twelve years. <laughs> Their lab and yeah, did everything to it. It'd be interesting yeah. to know what what the IBUs are. It doesn't come across excessively bitter. Like it bites your tongue. Harsh. For me, it does, man. Absolutely. On the sides, oh, psh, okay. I can't. Yeah, right. it's, I can't. I can't. Like I won't finish this. Hmm. I can't do it. It's too much for me. So back okay. to this South Tahoe, South Lake Brewing beer. God, Bill. Blendo. Sorry, Bill. Keep butchering the name of the brewery you work at. Hmm. Anyway, we're done. We're out of here. We're gone. Well, if someone wants to send us beer, they yes. can send us beer. And then, you know, to do that, they would have to contact us. And to contact us, they would probably want to email Brian with an I at mm-hmm. thebrewingnetwork.com and say, hey, I've got a beer. Can you take it? And we'll say, yes, absolutely. <laughs> and then I'll send them a bunch of information that's way too long yeah. and full of flowery language and absolutely all the details and JP's address and all of that. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, send us your best pale ale or Mexican lager or what have you. Or hop water. Hop water, yeah. We did a hop water thing at our club a couple of meetings ago. It was, it was fun. Yeah, it was good. Yeah, I mean, there was some variation just because different people did them a little bit different way. We all had the sure. same recipe, but someone felt theirs was way too hoppy, so they watered it down. It's like, oh, that's a nice hop character, but it's watery. Did you blend them all together, Brian? And <laughs> yeah, of course you did. Hop water blend. <laughs> As a part of the exercise, we did actually blend it. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody was assigned a hop, and so the intention was to see what hops go together out of the ones that were brought in. And, That's and fun. What, 
what works and make little blends. So I was happy. It was fun. You got to scratch nice. that itch. <laughs> All right, everyone. Thanks a lot for tuning in. Until next time, we'll see you. 